Welcome back to the Zero Weakness Podcast, where we talk about how to be a better lifter, how to be a better coach, and everything in between. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. All right, someone intro. CJ. Hey, he's too invested in sending emojis on this. <laughs> emojis. All right. Just car chat. You wouldn't know, Tom, bro. <laughs> it's sad because that's actually what I was That's <laughs> so sad. All right. Have you heard CJ when he braces now? <laughs> oh, I wish. I wish I made that noise. You got to keep all of this in, by the way. <laughs> oh. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of the Zero Weakness Podcast. We are sponsored by Establishment Coffee. Go to establishmentcoffee.com.au. Are you no. Establishment Coffee Co. Coffee Co. The fumes Gosh. from his new car. Is <laughs> no, it's been too long. Use the code 025, get 25% off your order and free shipping. We're back with another episode with the, uh, but, but, what's wrong? Just hang on a sec. Someone say, someone say something. Hello. Oh, test one two. No, I fixed it. There was just I had to switch it to the mode where I can hear people who squat less than four hundred. <laughs> oh, listen to him. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's all good. Now. <laughs> the, the biggest equipped total in Australia. Right. No. Well, what were we saying? All right. The equipped guy is here. Right, this week I'm grateful for everyone weaker than me in equipped, <laughs> which is everyone in the country. So. My grateful for the uh, week. The is that you walking into the establishment, even though you already own, you know that meme where it's yeah. like walking into work and yeah. knowing I'm stronger than the owner, so I practically own the place? That's right. I, I got to ignore training. all the people that I coach that have done bigger lifts than me. <laughs> <laughs> Raw. Add a lighter body weight. <laughs> oh, they don't count. It's just this room right now. Anyway. What's everyone been up to? <laughs> <laughs> now let, let's let's kick it off. What, what are we grateful for, CJ? What are you grateful for? Family. 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 CJ gets a flash. You relax, Jim. Boy, his movie nothing, recommendation, eh? What's the quote? Nothing more important than the people in this room right now. <laughs> Familia. Familia. Um, yeah, family. Uh, so. Um, my cousin is here. She's moved over. Nice. Um, so my whole life, like, um, it's been like a, I guess, a dream of my mum's to help bring like her nieces and cousins over here and yeah, have a, I guess, a better life. And, um, and so it's what she did on her own, but she's been trying to, for years, trying to get like our cousin and cousins over here and help sponsor them. And um, so she's actually helped put a lot of my cousins through like college and whatnot. And then help, and now that they're like graduated, help bring them over here. So one of them's actually now over here after like being denied um, a visa so many times. And it's so weird because my whole life I've always been the foreigner, like the Aussie cousin that goes back over there. And it's like, oh, here's our Australian cousin. And now that she's over here, I'm like, oh, you're actually going to see this whole life that I live that you've never seen before. Yeah. Like, it's such a weird thing. And she's like complaining about how cold it is. <laughs> I'm like, Cold? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, it is so hot. Just like, oh, it's freezing. She was gutted because she was like, one thing I want to do is I want to go to the snow. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It doesn't snow here on the cold. <laughs> she was like, oh, I'm so sad. I was like, don't worry. It snows further south. It does snow in Australia, but not on the Gold Coast. It's like, trust me, you don't want to live in the snow. You just want to visit it. And she was like, oh, gutted. <laughs> so she's already gutted. Is she super fresh? Um, Yes. But like she, her English is very good. 
Like surprise. Well, I guess because she's like one of the few cousins have gone through college. Mm. <laughs> every, every most Filipinos have actually really like out of all the Asian countries, it's probably the best English speaking mm. country. Do, do you have to learn it in school over there? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. learn American English, yeah. so that's why like you'll meet lots of Filipinos with a funny American accent. Mm. Yeah. Does she have yeah. an American accent? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much so. But um, I, like. I was like even telling you, I was like, trust me, out of the Filipinos that have been here, you have better English than a lot of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I usually when Filipinos come here, they struggle with hearing the Aussie accent. But she's been fine. Usually when I go over there, I find myself changing my accent and talking like a Filipino. You can't help it, eh? Yeah, you can't help it. But with her, I haven't at all. And she's understood me totally fine. I was like, you're actually really good. Um, but she... She struggles with little things. Like she caught the bus the other day and she was like, um, can you um, just tell me when we hit Rabina Town Center? And the, the bus driver was like, you mean Rabina Town Center? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know what center is. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, a lot of Aussies do sound like that. You'll get used to it. Yeah, they, Aussies turn everything into one word. Mm, yeah, yeah. So yeah, super grateful that she's here and yeah, have more family than just... You know, my mum here in Australia, so I'm stoked. Nice. Cute. Bridget, what are you grateful for? Um, Same sort of thing. My brother, he's the only family member I've got on the Gold Coast, and he's been in Japan for the past two months. Nice. And I actually really miss him, but they get back in a couple of weeks, so I'm really excited mm. to see him. So, yeah, I'm grateful for my big bro. Nice. Yeah. James? Um, <clears throat> I've got a Filipino basketball tournament this weekend. Nice. So I am grateful for the Filipino community. Um. I don't know, CJ, I don't know if you got this because you can't speak Tagalog. Mm. Like growing up, it's always been like, oh, you're not really Filipino. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. Like when I go over there, I'm the foreigner. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I don't mm. look white Aussie. <laughs> but there's probably about three of us that can't talk Filipino out of all my Filipino friends, uh, Tagalog or Ilocano. And um, I'm one of them, but they've never once made me feel like an outsider. So I'm grateful for that. That's cool. Mm. So is this going to be basketball or like one of those basketball cross MMAs? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's now like, prepared with like a good ground game. He's <laughs> probably got the best ground game on the court now. No, that's wait. why he started BJJ. <laughs> wait, no, I didn't tell you guys this. Did I tell you how I almost got into a fight at a scrimmage maybe like two oh months ago? God. No, <laughs> you haven't. So I almost got into a scrap at a scrimmage. <laughs> and I was like, so this would have been before jujitsu. Yeah. Three months, four months ago, whatever. And yeah, earlier this year. Did I tell you about this? I don't think so. So I almost got in a fight at the scrimmage. Everyone was trying to break it up. And me and this guy were getting pretty heated. And then after it, one of the boys goes to me, you're lucky you didn't fight that guy. I'm like, why? And he goes, he's one of the best boxers in Queensland. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It's the worst. <laughs> so, yeah, Filipinos, they just love it, eh? Nice. Mm. Mm. That's a scary thing. <laughs> I think about that a lot. Like, I don't think about it a lot. But <laughs> I've, I've thought about it before. You just, you just don't know... Yeah, mm. don't w underestimate what, anyone. Yeah, what the other person can do. Like, yeah. to be fair, it probably wouldn't have come to blows. Like, because, you know, we're all kind of mates and they were like the Ipswich crew. So they came down to scrimmage with us. It wouldn't have come to that, but it was getting heated. And mm. Filipinos, they like taking uh, they like taking things to, to that next level. <laughs> Very passionate. What, what started it? I, I want the context. Um, so he, so what happened was he failed really, someone really hard. We didn't call a foul. And then he went down, drove to the rim, jumped up, got fouled, and then called foul straight away. And I was like, bro, you can't be calling fouls when you're not doing it on the other end. And then uh, he got the ball back, so he checked it up again, and he missed. And I go, ball don't lie. 
It's just like a saying that you say, like, Buswell doesn't lie. Uh, so I said, Bull don't lie. And then um, he got real heated about it. And then we just started chipping off at each other in each other's face. He's running up and down the court. He's like, yeah, well, let's go then. Let's go then. And then me and him stopped. And then everyone comes in. Oh, leave it. Leave it. You guys are being idiots. And it was just loud and <laughs> But I already annoying. snuck six in before. <laughs> they could pull me off him. And <laughs> but I never, I'd never, and I'd never want to throw the first punch. Well, it sounds like yeah. he could give it, but he couldn't take it. It sounded like he was being a little... Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm known for being loud and talking shit and across any sport. Yeah. So in basketball, it's uh, you know, he, he was better than me as well. So he probably wanted to, you know, get something up on me. But yeah, it's fun. But yeah, I'm grateful. I'm grateful I didn't get my fucking block. <laughs> <laughs> my head knocked off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, nice. I don't know what I'm grateful for. Uh, I'm grateful for my body being in one piece. Like I feel really good after the comp. So. Nice. I'm grateful for that. It's been a while. Mm. And you had like the best prep. Yeah, I didn't get injured very no, much. Yeah, you <laughs> very much. <laughs> that might be the best prep I've ever seen you yeah. have. Like in terms of performance as well. And you were really fucking busy too during it. Yeah, true. Mm. You fly out every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and you got cops. sick a couple of times, didn't you? No, yeah, actually, I, actually, yeah, <laughs> I nah. did it tough. <laughs> I did it real tough. Yeah. Imagine, I'm imagine what here. I'll imagine what I'll do when I'm uh, when, <laughs> when, I've, when I've got a clean prep <laughs> without any distractions. I was gonna say, Bridget, don't remind him. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I was just going to say, Bridget, don't remind him that he was sick. He probably forgot that one. <laughs> he had that one loaded in the barrel. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And a, a cup for the comp. Did you actually? Nah. What? Well, I stopped eating the day before and didn't drink anything. Oh, nice. Just a, just a little baby cup. <laughs> Why? Why? Weren't you way under the weight class anyway? Yeah, but it weighed a bit lighter. Nice. <laughs> but it just it just straight up like novice move. Yeah. Just like, <laughs> oh, I'll push my dots up. Not in competition with anyone. Really <laughs> 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 equipped guy. It's just like body image issues. I didn't want to weigh what I actually weigh. <laughs> Do you know what's cool though? You've uh, motivated uh, Lee. No, not Lee. Sorry. Fuck, I feel stupid for forgetting his name. Bonds. No, no, no. Kevin. No. Moldy Beast. Oh, Les. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> You've motivated Les to get back into some equip lifting. Whoa. So oh. Bring it, Les. Yeah. yeah. Let's see what you do without a super shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. <laughs> Even though he squatted and deadlifted raw. <laughs> so that'll be cool. That'll be cool to see. Mm. But yeah, congrats, Tom, bro. You killed it. Oh, so cool. Yeah. Thank you. We might as well do a little recap now on your comp. Mm. Talk us through it. Talk us through the prep. Talk us through the lead up, the week of comp. Yeah, well, it all started six months ago. <laughs> you had a vision. <laughs> Bought my first shirt. <laughs> had a dream. <laughs> no, it was good. I um, I was stoked that I got a bench, <laughs> that I didn't have to open roll. Uh, bench actually went pretty good. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'll recap the day. It was first. Thank you to Strength Tribe. They they put on an amazing show, and they got a they've got a new spot now. They're in their new gym, and it's big and it's just a really good spot for a cop and they've just got an amazing gym amazing crew very lively crew and very it's just similar to ours you know like very cool and very connected and um uh it was a really fun comp to be at um my mum was there my mum's never seen powerlifting so it's her first first time ever watching me do any sport in my life and uh first first time watching powerlifting so that was cool to have her there uh at one point she's like we were, I sat down with her just in between flights 
and uh, we were watching a bench and the person got reds on the bench for their butt lifting up. And she's like, oh, did they fail because they touched their chest? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, mum. Oh, mum. No, you, you have to touch it. So it was, it was just cute to see someone's like very first exposure to, to powerlifting competition. Yeah. Was your mum fucking mortified when she saw you put 400 kilos on your back? <laughs> yeah, she, she wasn't stoked. <laughs> more mortified that I have a beard now than anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I felt really good in in squats. It was I panicked because the the two flights before us were ten lifters, or I think the flight before me actually two dropped out, so it was only eight lifters, and it was flying. And so I was behind in my warm ups, and I was really trying to get everything done, and I was just like a mess. I was sweating so hard, and I was taking like two minute rests between, you know. Uh, 220, 270, 320, it just all went like a blur. And then they came out the back and they're like, oh, by the way, we're going to give you five or 10 minutes between this flight, <laughs> which was nice because then I got to sit down, chill out and and relax before the the opener. Opener was 360 and it and it flew up. So that was cool. Um, went 380 and that was really comfortable. So I was always going to go 360, 380, 400. Even if 380 felt like trash, I, I was like, May as well go for it. Yeah. Yep. Worst thing that can happen is I fail or tear both quad tendons and <laughs> have, have my back snap in half. Oh, yeah, so what's the worst that can happen? Um, so I went 400 and um, it, yeah, it was, it was pretty comfy. I, I've had the sorest calves since the comp because when I unracked, I was like falling forward and my calves were just like working really hard to stop me falling over. So they're really sore. Uh, in my opinion, the squat was high. So I don't feel great about, you know, having this record and looking at the lift and knowing my own squat from the front and being like, I don't actually think it was there. But then I've seen other angles and I'm like, might have been there, but I'm pretty sure it was high. Look, well, is my mic working? My mic's not working, eh? It is. Yeah, it's just kind of faint. Just wiggle the thing on the bottom. This, like, pull, push it in more. Yo. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah. Yeah. All right, sweet. Um, I know you weren't, you, you might not have been too uh, stoked with the depth, but like, like we always say, the riffs are there. They're doing their best job uh, with what they can see on the day. So on the day, you got three white lights. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so what they saw on the day was perfect. Yeah, yeah. So that was cool. Squats went went all good. Uh, bench was all good. I just failed my third. So I went, I went 235, but I, I misgrooved it. So it got a little bit shaky in the middle because I was going to go 235, 250, and then whatever. Uh, so I went 245, played it safe, got that easy enough, went 255 and failed it. It felt really good. I just got up halfway and I had nothing left. Um, and then I I struggled with deadlifts in the warm-ups. I freaked Daniel out because I put the the last warm-up I do is, is 320 with the straps on. And I put the straps on. By then, I'd, I hadn't um, eaten all day. I'd only had liquid. So I drank like two or three liters of Maximus and like 100 salt tablets to stop from cramping and stuff. And I was just like full. And uh, I put the suit on. It was really tight. And so I went to do the 320 and I physically couldn't get to the bar. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> uh, so I tried to pull the, the suit up a little bit, which makes it a little less effective, but moves a bit better. So I did that and I could just reach the bar and I got my hands on it and I went to pull it and I got like an inch off the floor and I dropped it. I'm like, this is not good. <laughs> so I quickly ran over and put some chalk on and then I did one and I locked it out and kind of lost balance and lost grip and put it down real fast. I'm like, okay, I might bomb on deads. <laughs> So I went into the into the unknown and I um I got my opener my second I'll show you the video later I got the second to the top and my I almost dropped it but I just got the down call so I made it because I I just just having a hard time getting to the bar and grabbing it 
uh, and then the second gave me a thousand kilo total, and then I pulled uh, the the three sixty seven on the third to go ten twelve, which was Amazing. the record. Was the goal to go? Um, was the goal to go over a thousand? Is that was? Were you, would you have been happy with a thousand? Yeah, I, I honestly would have been happy with more than my best. Yeah, which was which was previously nine eighty. Uh, so I really wanted a thousand, and then if I was going a thousand, I'm like, well, ten twelve, which would have been the record, is right there. So I really wanted to get, I wanted to get the record on my second attempt. So if I went four hundred two sixty, then the record on the second attempt would have been easy, uh, but because I didn't get that bench, um, just put it a little bit out of reach. So I went thousand on the second, went for the record on the third. Are we going to see more of Tombro in the equipment? I don't know. Um, I, I go away, or Meg and I go away in May for Jordan Hellier's wedding over in Spain. Uh, so we're going over there. And then when I come back, I have a an appointment with a new surgeon to look at my left hip. Because I, c- I just can't do raw squats at the moment very well. Uh, and if he wants to do surgery and it fixes it for the time being, I'll go back to raw. If he doesn't want to do surgery or says he can't do surgery or offers... There's, there's like, I can go in and clean it up, which is what I want to do and make it move better again. Or there's this thing called resurfacing, which is like halfway between the surgeries that I've had and a full replacement. And I don't want to do that because it doesn't have great research and uh, it's a bit hit and miss and it's very invasive. And so like, if he says we can do resurfacing and that'll fix it, I'll probably say no and just stick to equip lifting. Do you still have uh, some unfinished business in raw? Uh, I've I've been strong enough to total 900 for years and I've never actually put it together. So mm-hmm. I just want to go over 900. That should be, oh, that should be pretty easy. For That's you. what I mean. Like yeah. I've, I've done the numbers before, mm. uh, but I've, I've never put it together. So uh, like I, I wanted to do it at pro raw years ago and I got hurt in my deadlift warmups. And then I wanted to do it here a few years ago and I tore my pec. Uh, so yeah, I, I'm confident I can do it. I just, Need to make it to the platform for once. <laughs> Not even make it to the platform. Made it to the platform twice. I need to make it <laughs> through the platform to the end of the day. Uh, well, we've got a. There's a really big comp towards the end of the year that are uh, zero pro. Yeah, apparently going to be really good. <laughs> now, see, that's my problem though. Like, I would look at something like that and be like, I can do it there, and then prep too fast, and that's where I get hurt. Mm-hmm. So that was the beauty of this: is that I decided I was going to do this equip comp like uh, mid to late last year and started like paving the way for it slowly and feeling things out with how my body was feeling, like how my hips were going and getting an idea of what I could handle training load wise and then use that information to do the prep. So I just need to make sure I give myself more time to figure it out if I'm going to do a raw comp rather, rather than looking at one and being like, I'm doing that mm-hmm. and rushing. Well, well done. Congratulations on an nice. awesome performance. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah. You, uh, you deserved it. You fucking killed it. And it's a, uh, Let's hope that our record stays in your name for, for, uh, for a lot longer. Yeah, no one does equip, so I think it's pretty, <laughs> I think it's pretty safe for now. Uh, equip's fucking cool. There's a few people I really like watching lift equipped. I like watching you lift equipped. I like watching uh, Bryce Krojbergenicki. <laughs> Bryce Krojbergenicki. <laughs> yeah, he looks awesome in equipment. Um, I don't know. When it, it's because it's like slow and controlled, so it's so nice and clean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it yeah. looks perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone always talks about how nice your squat looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna see a resurgence of equipped lifting? Be, I hope so. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> were, were you and Daniel in the same flight? Originally, we were, but I asked to be moved to the morning because I was a guest lifter. 
Mm. Uh, so I asked to be moved to the morning, and uh, Tom, the mid director, he he obliged. So I I wanted to be available to help out with the comp to upskill the refs to watch Daniel and then Jessica, our new staff member from from Southside. She ended up last minute like didn't prep for it. Just was like and she oh, killed. I want to do the comp and I want to do nationals. Yeah, she did really well. Yeah, mm. she weighed in at fifty eight and she squatted one seventy, benched eighty seven, and deadlifted one sixty five. One seventy in sleeves, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Insane. What a weapon. And you you self wrapped a, eh? even your four hundred you self wrapped. That's insane. Did you wrap Daniel? No, no, he went in sleeves. Oh, that's right. He yeah. didn't have the day he wanted, though. Did you see his Instagram post? No, He's like, the goal was to go 900. Didn't have the day I oh, wanted. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> he ended up going nine for nine <laughs> yeah. with a 712 kilo total. Yeah, he actually had... <laughs> nine for nine. He probably had his best powerlifting performance he's ever had. Yeah. He finally got his 180 in comp. He got 180 and then 182. Um, yeah. Did he get the 182? Yeah, yeah he, he did. did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, his number one goal was to out-squat Tom Earl, mm-hmm. who did it in raps at States. So he, he chipped him and went 257. Uh, that was his number one goal, and he got it. <laughs> Daniel's really strong in sleeves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did well. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. not far off his rap squat. Yeah, I think he's, what's his best rap squat? 285? Yeah, 275. Yeah, up there. Mm. Hopefully see him squat 300 at Nationals, mm. if he decides to do it. And raps. That is. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> what are our quotes? Oh. Oh, yeah. Let me start because I never actually have one and today I've got one. Yeah. What's Lem's quote for the week? <laughs> <laughs> now, this is my one. All right. <clears throat> we cannot solve problems with the kind of thinking we employed when we came up with them. Yeah. I've heard that in many iterations. I like that. Mm. I thought we were doing movie quotes. Well, do a movie quote. Do a movie quote. No, I can't remember what my movie quote was. You guys go. It'll be from Alien. What's, what's no, it's not from Alien. It's from Lord of the Rings. No. Was it my quote that I gave no. you the other week? <laughs> was it meat's well, now back I can't on the menu, boys? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love that there's – have you seen the memes? Like, um, what's his name? Uh, the guy who plays Aragorn. Oh, Viggo um, Mortensen. Yeah. It, it, when, he, when he kicked the – Oh, when he kicked the helmet, he broke his toe. <laughs> yeah. And there's always like memes of like a, a guy watching it with his girlfriend desperate to say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. What's your quote, CJ? Um, gosh. I, I'm so I'm not prepared. Um, Toyota 86 is far superior <laughs> to the Subaru BRZ. Ouch. That's very painful. Thomas Lilly, 2020. That's, that's just an insult. Um, uh, What's it? I've okay. got one. You go, you go, you go, you go. <laughs> well, mine's I've just, got no idea. This is one I was going to use the other week and I forgot about it. But it's, um, you don't need to be good at the things you love to do them. Nice. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yes, you do. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> mine is, <laughs> pain is temporary. Quitting lasts forever. <laughs> Quitting is forever, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a Lance Armstrong, Lance Armstrong quote. CJ, you got one? Which is ironic because I can tell you from my <laughs> hips that pain is not temporary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, oh, a movie quote? It's okay. I've always done Batman, so we'll change it. <laughs> Can't do Bane again. Um, ask any racer. Win by an inch or a mile. Winning is winning, I think. I think that's the quote. Yeah, Grease Lightning. <laughs> I think that's the, the Grease Lightning. No, that's Fast and Furious. 
Oh, is it? Oh, <laughs> see, CJ's a full-blown car guy now, <laughs> eh? Gone in 60 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but but not the good version, the version with um with uh, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> which actually is the that good version. That is the good version. <laughs> uh, I told you, CJ. I've, oh, I've seen CJ. I've been getting fucking ads for Subaru BRZs. Have you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. see them way more often now. Mm. Yeah. And blue ones as well. Yeah, they're all yeah. blue. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did they come in many colours? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, what, what did you think of the race on Sunday? CJ? I was so jealous. So many of my friends got to go. Oh, really? I was so gutted. I've still never gone. Oh, so expensive. Yeah. What is it? Formula so, One. Yeah. Oh, was, that, was that the one where everyone was crashing? Yes. Yeah. Mm. It was such... Yeah. Weren't there like 12 out, I think? Yeah. <laughs> less than half the field yeah. finished the race. Yeah. <laughs> which is really rare for Melbourne. Especially for, yeah, the Australian mm. GP. There mm. was two red flags, which means... The crashes were so bad that they had to stop, stop the, the race. race. Yeah, I they hated it how they had to end on an emergency lap. That's <laughs> not an emergency. Isn't that what an happened? Emergency lap. <laughs> no, 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 no what's it called? On a red flag. Red flag. Yeah, formation. Yeah, So formation. Is there such thing as a black flag? A black flag is when you get disqualified. Okay. So if you're driving, you get shown that you've <laughs> been disqualified <laughs> for you know cheating or yeah, um, so yeah. I um. On Instagram, there's a function called Hidden Words, which like senses. You can turn it on, and it'll censor comments, and it'll censor messages that you get, and filter them out so you don't see them. So you can, you know, hide offensive things. Mm. And I can't remember what it is. There's hidden words, and there's hidden something else. And I turned that off. I I, I turned the other one off, and now I get exposed to like the most horrific things on Instagram. It's so good. That's where I started <laughs> seeing videos like the guy breaking his neck. Oh yeah, that's it. Anyway, is I that automatically turned on? It's automatically turned oh, on. Oh, you got to show me how to turn it off. <laughs> yeah, if you want, I can send you these horrific videos. Yeah. <laughs> the only person, that, the only people I can share them with at the moment are Alex Evans and Davey Ravy. <laughs> they're the only people I know who are as cooked as me. <laughs> anyway, I say all this because you're talking about Formula One, and I watched this video of of just a, like a, a GoPro chess video of someone driving a go-kart. Another go-kart hit them and like came up onto the cart and the guy's finger just just got like <sighs> pulled clean off. Crazy. The, like the bone and everything? Yeah, like gone. Finger. Whoa. Yeah, Jesus. That's my that's story. Cool. That's fucked. You can cut that out if that's offensive to the listener. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's good. That's good. Um, <clears throat> I, we've been talking about uh, movies and whatnot on the podcast and a few people really liked it. So I haven't really got anything for it, but I've just put it <laughs> just for a movies, music, <laughs> movies, music, and entertainment. What's everybody <laughs> watching at the moment? Um, Last of Us just finished the first season. Oh, Been absolutely obsessed and loving that show. How good was it? Mm, yeah, episode they've, eight. They've done so well to keep stay true to the game, um, but tastefully have kind of like changed things up to make it better for the show. Um, which yeah, I feel like a lot of other shows can take that advice <laughs> a lot of shows that have been adapted from games have really bombed um or books rings of power yes yeah um so yeah i've been loving watching that um i haven't i'm so behind but i need to finish peaky blinders i yeah. absolutely love that show what what um, season are they up to i think it's like seven isn't it six Pe or peaky. seven peaky blinders i've seen up to five yeah, i was gonna say I, yeah. I think i've seen up to about five it's six, but the, it's finished. So oh, I actually just need okay. to finish the show. Uh, so it's one more season. Yeah. All right. um, I, I reckon it ran at course. It's yeah, course after I, a few seasons. Yeah. That's Did why you ever I get I into it? Uh, I watched a little bit of the first season yeah. and that's it. Mm. It's very repetitive. Mm. Mm. 
It's cool though. It is. Cool. I I can't get over is his name Killian Murphy. Cillian Murphy. Mm-hmm. I can't get over the fact that he looks the same as he did in the mask. <laughs> With Jim Carrey, which yeah. is like 1998 or He's something. He's like in his 40s and he looks amazing. He looks exactly the same. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he staring at me? <laughs> what have you been watching, Tom, bro? <laughs> Nothing. Honestly, I haven't, I haven't watched anything for ages. So I, I want to put another question out there, which is I want to know what your favorite series is of all time. Not what you think the best series is of all time, mm-hmm. but what your favorite series Breaking is. Breaking Bad. Oh, okay, well, I'll think of another one. <laughs> uh, I got two. Yeah. The Wire. I've never seen The Wire. The Wire's really good. I think I've still got them all on DVD, so you can borrow them if you want. Yeah. The Wire and uh, Made in America. Yeah, I'll just go down and cash converters and buy myself <laughs> a DVD player. I've actually got a DVD player. I've been told by so many people to watch The Wire. Yeah, The Wire's like awesome. of clients yeah. be like, you should watch I, that. I don't even know what Made in America is. So there was only two seasons of Made in America. And... um. It's all about uh, these two dudes trying to do a startup and they start their own denim line. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. It's like based in New York and it's got a lot of pop culture in it. It's got Kid Cudi in it. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh-huh. Mm. So they're my two. So what was the question? Best best TV series. TV series. Your, favorite, your favorite. Not the best. Your favorite. My favorite. Sherlock um, with um, Benedict Cumberbatch. I think that is just so well um, written and so smart. I love that show. Um, Who plays Watson? Um, he's a guy from. He's one of the Hobbits. Forgot his name. Which which Hobbit? Oh, Frodo. No, not Frodo. Oh, forgot his name. Pippin, Mary, Ma- Martin Freeman. Which one's Mary? That? I don't. I don't know the actor's name. <laughs> I only I think it's Mary. Yeah. Oh, Martin was he, Lawrence. Was he also in Lost? <laughs> Did you ever see Lost? No, I never saw oh, Lost. Because he was nah. in that. Yeah, Martin Freeman. What else is he in? Oh, Bilbo. Bilbo. Ah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bilbo from the from Hobbit. From the Hobbit. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, don't, I need to think of a second one. Why? The the question was, what's your favorite? <laughs> oh, I yeah, thought yeah, you no, said No, I got two. I got two. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah, no, yeah, sure. Well, I'm, I'm sure. going to do two because my, I would have said Breaking Bad. Mm. And this is going to offend some people, but I don't give a fuck. Uh, I'm going to say the US office. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it's because it's what I've watched. The U.S. Office. I don't know how many times. Like I can almost quote it word for word up until uh, like season six, uh, season seven, eight. Uh, was nine the last one? I sure. kind of went downhill. What but about Seinfeld? And Seinfeld too. Mm. Seinfeld too. But I've watched The Office a lot more than Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. Seen Seinfeld a thousand times. Yeah, I mean, like that's about all you had. <laughs> <laughs> it was pioneer, the first of its kind. <laughs> See, I I grew up with friends. You mm. would have grown up with friends. Yeah, well, yeah, all of us, besides maybe CJ, like no. you would have had reruns, but yeah. you probably weren't into it. I, I grew up with like Big Bang Theory and One Family. Those mm. are my sitcoms. Mm. I'd put The Simpsons up there. Yeah, yeah, thousand. Yes. Yeah, Simpsons is second after Breaking Bad. But let's no. Simpsons, let's do that for like maybe next week. Best cartoon series. Mm. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I've got some good ones for, a card- for cartoons. All right. What's your podcast? What do you guys listen to at the moment? Um, I've been loving Fla- Flagrant. Yeah. Um, so they've, uh, uh, it's actually been like this for a while now, but they've changed their, from using mics like this to lapels. Mm-hmm. And it's really changed the vibe of the whole podcast. In some ways, it's a little bit like because we wear like the headphones and mics, you're very self-aware of not talking over people. And that's where it can get a bit messy for them because they're not wearing headphones and it's just lapels. So they're just chatting in a room. There's a lot of like cutting off, but it's very 
it also flows very naturally. Like it's kind of, I enjoy listening to, to it in the car and they've been getting some pretty dope guests on lately. Mm, they're see, killing it. See, I've only done one flagrant and it was the Liver King. And oh it, yeah. It was just super annoying. <laughs> Liver King. Like they were, they were too annoying for me to have given them another chance. So maybe I should, but I just don't think it's my kind of podcast to be honest. Yeah, oh, right. No offense. I bet, <laughs> okay. I bet you listen to Impulsive as well. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. Unless they have a cool guest on. They had Ben Shapiro on, which is like the weirdest guest for them. That is weird. I know, but I, I actually really liked it though. I really, it was cool seeing such a contrast in, I guess, audience. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, technically, Paul, <laughs> I'm here to talk about gender. <laughs> what about you, Tom, bro? I'm a... I'm a bit of a simpleton. Like, uh, honestly, if you look at my most listened to podcasts, it's Zero and Melbourne Strength Culture. Oh, yeah? I listen to both of them pretty religiously. Yeah. I, like, I like listening back to us just to, I don't know. Yeah, I, I do I, sometimes. I don't know if it's too. like, I could, sorry, I, get, I could say like just checking the quality, checking where, what we can improve on and all that sort of stuff. I also kind of just like listening to it, mm. which is weird because I get to be on it. So, um. I do listen to interesting guests on Rogan, but that's for the guests, not for Rogan, because I don't particularly love Joe Rogan. I, I I think he's great at interviewing people, but when he puts his own opinion in, I'm like, bro, you don't know the subject. <laughs> Just stop talking. He's annoying like that. I love how confident he is. So though. confident. Yeah. <laughs> <He is. laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so the guests often have to be so polite about correcting him or <coughs> normally dance around it a bit, which... Yeah, I, but I like listening to like the scientists and stuff that go on, on Rogan. I don't listen to any of the comedy stuff. Um, and honestly, not too much else. The, the Alex Hormozy one sometimes, uh, but normally I just watch his YouTube videos. I <laughs> you the videos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I, I don't miss, I love Andrew Schultz. So I don't think I've ever missed an episode of The Flagrant. Oh, wow. Uh, even when it was called Flagrant 2. Do you know mm. it was called Flagrant 2 back yeah. in the day? Yeah, yeah. So I love... Bridget, you know that all I consume is podcasts. That's pretty much all I listen to. Um, Andrew Schultz, Flagrant, Brilliant Idiots with Charlemagne the God and Andrew Schultz. That's their combined one. And the Rory and Mal podcast, which is a hip-hop podcast. So I just listen to that all the time. I don't miss an episode of that either. But one thing I've got it into, uh, CJ, you know Chael Sonnen? Mm-hmm. Have you listened to his podcast? I have, but I've seen snippets. Yeah, so he's an MMA fighter and he was the first guy to bring showmanship to the sport where he was trying to actively sell fights by being the bad guy. Mm. So like he was the first person to talk so much shit and get everyone hating him, but he Mm. put bums on seats. So everyone loved him. So I love his podcast. I I reckon he's full of shit half the time, but he's (laughs) such a good storyteller. (laughs) It's so like compelling and you're just drawn in like it's really hard for me to concentrate on things but when he's talking i'm just focused the whole time it's really yeah. weird because he's so good at it mm. like it's it's so interesting like that art of storytelling because mm. i think of people who i have the absolute utmost respect for and like will read every single thing they write and digest everything but i cannot listen to like have you ever listened to the reactive training systems podcast uh, is that uh, Mike Tashira's Mike, Mike yeah, 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 like no, no hate on them at all. Like again, I love them and I've learned so much from them. I just can't do it. I like it's, it's so hard to listen to. Mm, yeah, no, I feel that. But yeah, like with Chael, like just the way he talks, it's so he's so charismatic. And like when I think about, it, I'm like, fuck, I want to be like that on our podcast. I want to, I want to start telling stories like that. And so many times, he was actually just on the Flagrant podcast, CJ. Mm. Um, yeah. 
And so many times when he talks, it's like the whole time you're thinking, this is the biggest fucking lie I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all out of his ass. But he says it with so much conviction. Like he reckons mm. he knows D.B. Cooper. Um, I don't know what D.B. Cooper is. So there's an, uh, The Bank Robber and there's a doc on Netflix about it. And then he also reckons he robbed a bank. <laughs> but I don't know how he fucking robbed a yeah. bank when he's fucking <laughs> just walking the streets. D.B. Cooper is not, not the one that ended up with the thing around his neck, is it? Uh, I'm not too sure. I can't remember. Did you ever I see think? that? There's a documentary. Maybe it didn't. I, th- I thought it was about conspiring to rob a bank. There's a documentary about this weird thing where a guy was found with like a, a bomb around his neck. Oh, it might be that one actually. And then it went off eventually. And then like the, the whole story of trying to find out how it happened and what, what happened. It's it's probably the best crime documentary I've seen on Netflix. How long ago was that? that uh, like really right familiar. when right when Netflix came to Australia. Yeah. When everyone was getting into... Don't fuck with cats. No, yeah, well, yes, that was after it. Mm. Um, the other one, Making oh, a Murderer. Uh, when everyone oh, was into that, yeah. and if you watched a couple of them, then it would come up with like, don't mm. fuck with cats, this other one about the bomb thing. Yeah. Yeah, right. Bridget. Um, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts, but I've been listening to, this guy's actually a guest on um, Joe Rogan a lot, Brian Cox. He's oh, a professor um, of physics and astronomy, and I could just listen to him talk about the universe all day, every day. Do you like Neil deGrasse Tyson? Yes. I've He's got his um, Astrophysics for People in a Hurry. Yeah. It's I've one of my favourite books. Yeah, I've read it a couple of times. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you know I've met him. Yeah, you <laughs> said that. Yeah. At an airport or something? Yeah. No, <laughs> at the Hilton and Universal oh, Studios. Yeah. Oh. I've got a photo with him what on my What was Instagram. he like? Yeah, I mean, we go way back. So. <laughs> you and Neil? He was really he was really nice. He was really tired. And then he patted me on the back in the morning and, and said, how are you, buddy? And I uh, uh, filled my pants with jizz. <laughs> um, but he's coming to Australia. Brian Cox. No. Neil deGrasse Tyson. What? Because Brian Cox. No, I was talking about Brian Cox. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, because Brian Cox is touring um, Europe and the UK with this cool, like, um, interactive thing about the universe. And I was hoping he'd come here, but unfortunately not. Is Brian Cox the the British guy that's kind of always smiling and has the... I saved a video of him the other day talking about the Hubble telescope in a little space mm-hmm. and then there's like thousands yes. of galaxies. Yes, yes. I, I nearly l- shared that on my story the yeah, other day. Yeah, so did mm-hmm. I. I. I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's I've, amazing. Yeah, I've listened to him heaps on Rogan as well. So I've been listening to a lot of his stuff lately. He's so easy to listen to. Mm-hmm. He, yeah. he, he tells, and I just love that he smiles the whole time. Like yeah. he, he clearly loves it. Yeah. What are you laughing at? <laughs> CJ, should we give them their own nerdy, yeah, yeah. nerdy <laughs> podcast? Yeah. Lord of the Rings and the universe. Lord of the Rings, universe. Universe. Fuck you guys in your, in your martial arts. <laughs> going around beating people up, oh. playing sports, dri- driving fast cars. And speeding. <laughs> <laughs> nah, to be fair, Bridget's got me into a lot of, uh, I've been watching some science-y uh, yeah. universe stuff yeah. as well. It's so interesting. Mm. Science and nature, the best. You can't not be blown away by it. Yeah, yeah. no, legit. Like, yeah. yeah it's Have you seen some of the images from the new James Webb Space Telescope that's replacing the Hubble Telescope? I don't know. The maybe. images are so clear and they're discovering all this stuff that they thought they knew about the universe is all bullshit. Yeah, wow. Yeah. What I do love are those memes where it's like, this is what a black hole sounds like. And you'll be, you turn your phone right up and it would just be like someone making like a sex noise or something. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, that stupid one that goes on everything where it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> They're the best. All right. We should probably get into some. Uh, <clears throat> on some that, of our- sorry. On that, I know when Idan posts something that's like, wow, watch this closely. I'm like, I'm not watching. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or at least I know to. Have, do you follow him? No, no, I don't. 
Have you seen his? What you know what the kind of video I'm talking about, where it'll be like someone throwing a a and baseball, then, but it's coming like out the screen. Yeah. yeah. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> Always post that sort of stuff. <laughs> Watch closely. Uh, we should probably get into uh, some of our topics. Nah. No, we good. <laughs> it's funny because people like these episodes. Yeah. We were just talk yeah. shit. Um, what else is there? What have, What else have I got here? States recap. Yeah, we should probably recap states. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. We held uh, yeah. APL Queensland States yes. here at Ground Zero last weekend. Big comp. Over two days, almost 150 lifters. Mm, biggest um, comp we've run here, I think. Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah, because states last year was the biggest one. And, and that was 120 time. or something. I don't know about you yeah. guys, but fuck, it ran smoothly. It did. Mm-hmm. Ran too smooth. What? Yeah, I always think that every yeah. comp, I'm like, what have we done wrong? Yeah. What, why Why am I Why well, am I relaxed? Well, we've been talking about this, about the fact that, so the Saturday, we finished the morning session with like three hours to spare. Yeah, mm. we did. So what we're going to do at Nationals and what we'll do from now on, um, instead of going two in the morning, three in the afternoon, we'll Be flip three it. Three in the morning. Three in the morning and we'll put the start time for the afternoon earlier than we think. So everyone's here. So if mm. we finish early, we just roll straight through. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Because like if if we didn't have that two hour gap, we would have been out of here by like what three thirty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think um, the morning runs so quick because it's a lot of the lighter lifters? Yeah, definitely. Like if we start putting heavier lifters there, wouldn't the it slow down the morning? Yeah, and I think just everyone's fresh. Mm. Like all the spotters and loaders are fresh yeah, and true. everything. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Everyone's on the on the ball. Yeah, there were smaller flights on the Saturday as well. Like mm. the the most dropouts that we had were on the Saturday morning, so mm. it was just less people too. Yeah, but it was a sick comp. Really good. It was so yeah. fun. Thank you so much to all our spotters, yes. loaders, everyone who volunteered, everyone that uh makes powerlifting what it is. Obviously, the sport can't run without your help. Mm. Um, and one day, eventually, you know, these people will be able to get a uh, like. It won't be such volunteer based. One day, the sport's going to grow big enough where it'll be. I don't know. I'd like to think of it more of a professional environment. Like yeah. we make it as professional as we can. Mm-hmm. But one day, it's going to be. If it keeps growing like this, it's going to be even better for Ooh. sure. For Ooh. sure. All right. Well, who did who did you guys have lifting? I had Matilda on the Saturday. Matilda. Matilda. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Sorry, Matilda. It's yeah. James's <laughs> fault. He's poisoned us for years. Because <laughs> I used to call her Matilda. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know, her name has an E on the end instead of an A, and she's from Denmark. So we thought it was like a, a wow. Nice she's from the Netherlands. To, oh, she's from the Netherlands. I'm sorry, Matilda. <laughs> <laughs> All right, CJ. There might be some editing. Here. Yes, please. <laughs> But yeah, she um she absolutely killed it. It was her first sanctioned comp. She did a novice comp last year, the Zero Classic, I think in September. Mm-hmm. And this was her first sanctioned comp. She went eight for nine, got a bunch of PBs and just had a great time. She was so nervous when she got in and by the end of it, she was having a ball. So Yeah, she lifted really yeah, well. Yeah, she did great. Mm. Just missed her third bench. Yep. I think that was it. Yeah. And you had Scotty? And I had Scotty. I had Scotty too hotty on Saturday morning. But we were a little bit short star, so I had to jump in and ref. So James um, helped Scotty in the warm-up room. And, yeah, how was he? Um, yeah, he's good. Scotty's yeah. always good. It's <laughs> so great. funny. It's the only time you ever see him kind of nervous and a little yeah. bit awkward. Because yeah. normally he just walks in the gym with a huge smile yeah. across his face, talking shit. Ah, James, <laughs> hardly working. or uh, <laughs> Always giving me some fucking, like, fuck up, Scotty. <laughs> so I love kind of seeing him a little bit awkward yeah. and weird. Uh, then I just lean into it a little bit he more. He was real, real nervous about lifting in the morning because he's a, a nighttime trainer. He comes in and trains at six o'clock every day. Mm. So being up that early and having 
having a lift heavy. He keeps telling everyone, he's like, yeah, I was doing my third squat by 8.30 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. I always, I'm like, when he was complaining about it, I'm like, bro, you fucking barely train at nighttime anyway. <laughs> you rock up, shake a few hands, do a few heavy singles. Talk some shit. Yeah. <laughs> he's the man. I love Scotty. The thing I love about Scotty is normally people who have been through something like he's been through mm-hmm. bring it up mm. all the time. As, as either an excuse or almost like a cry for attention. Besides when I got it out of him, I've never heard him talk about it. No. Never heard it be a thing. About what? He, he was he, in a major accident about 15 years ago. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Just a very serious work accident mm. that most people would use as a crutch for the rest of their life and he just chooses not to. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I've never heard yeah. of it. Mm. Yeah. That's why he, um like he's always... Before he started working with us at Zero, he, there was no way he could squat to depth at all. Mm. Mm. And now he's getting three white lights on all the squats, which is fucking awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one, one of them was lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Scotty. <laughs> no, but he's the man. He's always got a, like I said, he's always got a smile on his face. Yeah. He's always a, a great bloke to be around. Yeah. So good on you, Scotty. Do you have anyone else, Bridget? No, that was just the two of them. Two. Yeah. And yeah. James, you had a uh, few? Um, yeah. I only had two as well. Scorpions and Motos. Yes, yeah, Scorpions mm. and Motos. Janus 2.0. Um, I had big Sean Makuno. Uh, he killed it. He's gotten so strong. So I was really uh, proud of his performance. Legend. Um, he's done a really good job at, uh, like with his uh, body recomposition as well. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he's worked really well. He's in such good shape. He got so strong. Um, I don't, I, this sounds a little bit uh, ignorant, but he might have put maybe 100 kilos on his total. Big. So, yeah, it was something huge yeah. that he put on. Yeah. Um, it's just a really hard worker. So he had a really good day. He went... He either went seven for nine or eight for nine. I can't remember. He had a good day. Mm. But all through prep, he was PBing every week. Yeah. So he killed it. Um, so yeah. congratulations, brother. I had uh, Angus Roxburgh as well. Yeah, yeah, he did great. And yeah, he did so good. So we put, I think, 45 kilos on his total yeah. in three and a half months, mm-hmm. four months. Jeez. And he's still getting like way stronger. Like we probably left kilos on the platform. He did, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So like I honestly reckon by nationals, um, I reckon he'll bench three reds. He'll... He'll bench 170 soon. Uh, he still had a lot of uh, in the tank for deadlifts. Yep. Yeah, he did. Hey. Yeah. Like well, we, we were playing. We were going for the. I was helping you go for yeah. the um for the, for the third place, the podium mm. on that one. Yeah. And he like he had a lot in the tank, but that was the number we had to go to assume j- to play the game. Yeah. yeah. It was a fucking cool battle though. Yeah. It was cool to see, and he loved it too. He just couldn't believe how um like he was so happy with it with his result. Um, yeah, well, I remember like on every lift, I'm like, is this a PB? And you're like, yeah, by like 20 kilos. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not just little PBs, you know, they were huge. Yeah, like I couldn't believe it. I remember last year at the, what was the comp you did? The Christmas Cup? Mm. Yes. I remember Jordan Anderson was helping him in the warm up room, and Jordan goes to me, hey, are you sure he's opening on a 197? I'm <laughs> like, yeah, why is that? And he's like, he almost got stapled by 170. And I'm like, yeah, all right. Uh, and then I watched and I was like, yeah, fuck, that's bad. Um, <laughs> But his squats improved so much technique-wise and he's so much more confident. So from opening at like uh, – his third attempt last year was 207 and I think we opened at like 212. Mm. Mm. So he's fucking come so far Amazing. with his squats. And yeah, like I said, like I reckon by the end of the year he'll get near 700, far out. which means like over 100 kilos on his total in a year. So good. Mm. And that's not even like – you know when people throw numbers out like that? Like mm. it's not even like a hopeful thing. It's like, no, he will get 700 by the end of the year. Yeah. Like that's the way his training's going as well. He's just so committed. And yeah. same with his partner Tori that Bridget coaches. She's yeah. getting fucking stronger too. She she's didn't compete, it. but um yeah, no, super stoked with Angus. She's looking at doing women of power if we hold that this year. She wants to do a novice comp this year, so Yeah, man. Yeah. 
That would be sick. Mm-hmm. Angus will actually be down here helping at the novice comp next weekend. Oh, oh sick. What mm. a G. Yeah. Nice. That's right. We have an office comp next week. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Another one bites the dust. Yeah. Um, Tombro, who'd you have? Uh Kathy Grant competed. Um she did she did really well. She competed sort of we didn't we didn't pick properly, it was just sort of riding through it to to get ready for nationals. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she got a bunch of PBs. Um at a lighter weight than she she used to compete at it as well. Um I think that's it. Did I help anyone else? The whole weekend was such a blur. Mm. I feel like there were other people that you helped. Oh, we had uh, Cunt Stevenson, Adam Warnock handled him. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Adam. <laughs> Adam competed. <laughs> um, we played. Played a had to play a bit of strategy with that I one. I saw that piss a few people off, make a few people scratch their heads, but that's the game. Mm. So who Adam, got, who got pissed off? I don't know if anyone off. actually nah. got pissed off as oh. much as just kind of like a little bit confused and frustrated. Yeah. Um, Adam was, it was a battle for first place in the 82 kilo class. Yeah. And it was between Adam and a guy, Nori Groom, who's who used to compete ages ago and has first come back in quite a while. Uh, and Adam had to pull a bigger deadlift and Nori had put in a number uh, and we had put in a bigger number, which gave us the advantage. And so what I did is just before Nori was going to go, we had two attempt changes because there's third attempt deadlifts. So I quickly changed Adam's attempt while Nori was psyching up to be lower than Nori's, which changed the order. And then when they loaded Adam's before they said platform ready, I changed it back. So it changed it back to Nori. Mm. So it's just getting in their head and making them sort of psych up and then calm down and then psych up again, hoping that it uh, takes it out of them. And yeah. I love uh, I love the strategic side to powerlifting. Mm, yeah. It's so much fun and watching it too all unfold. Yeah. Like like you said, you saw Nori, but he's he's an experienced lifter too. Yeah, and so Jordan Brown, his his coach uh, from the bar in Brisbane, he's been doing it forever. He knows how it works. Yeah, yeah, so you could see like it was cool to see how composed they were about it. They knew what was going on. Like he got psyched up, you know, at the back sniffing him and you're screaming, and then he had to sit back down and then he had to get back up and it was it was just really cool to see. I love seeing that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I, see, I didn't think the Nauruans... So we had a, a team come out from Nauru to do the comp. I didn't think the Nauruans would play the game with, with Angus. Mm. And so, like, I knew if they did, Angus would have to pull big. And I didn't want to risk losing it. So we sort of banked on them not doing playing the game and bumping the, the number up. But they did. And then we banked on hoping that they missed it. And they didn't. <laughs> so man, they the, played it well. The Nauruans are killers, eh? Yeah. They're exactly. awesome. Bronco. Very strong young yeah. man. <laughs> wow. Mini Jezza. Everyone loved watching him lift a... Yeah, what did he squat? 330? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. I didn't realise he had such a big bench though. Yeah. 202? Yeah, something like that. Mm. Yeah, decent. What a weapon. Um, who else is there? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, um, Andrew Houghton and... Oh yeah, from Andrew, Ground Zero. Andrew Horton. Yeah. Andrew Horton. 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 He, I've been saying Houghton for years, and he finally corrected me on the wow. weekend. Because I did Andrew hear you Horton. say that at the comp, and yeah. I thought you pronounced it wrong, yeah, but I'm no. wrong. Andrew Horton. He killed it. Yeah, he did. He, did. he, he did great. Lots of people. Uh, big Gen, big lifts from uh, Southside. Yeah, from Southside. Bench the hundred. That's right. Um, Tommy Earl killed it. Tommy Earl, yeah. huge total well. PB. Mm-hmm. Um, there J- were a couple more from Southside as well that I, I don't know very well, but. Jacob Fun uh, Funstein, Funstein, yeah. big listener of the podcast, comments on every e- episode yeah. on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Jacob. Yes. Where's the? Uh, he's gonna make an Instagram fan page too. 
For what? For the podcast. Yeah, yes. nice. Let's go. Nice, nice, nice. It'll be him. <laughs> and he jumped in the next day and helped with them. Yeah, he did. He spotted and loaded yeah. the whole day. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we should talk about it, but to- Toby uh, had a really bad car accident on the morning of the, the second day. Uh, that that kind of rattled everyone a little bit. Uh, he's okay. His car is not okay. Mm. <laughs> His car was really bad. Uh, so, I mean, like, thank God for Zero and our team for just banding together in, in a moment like that and, and making the comp still happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, Daniel and Rochelle looked after him and, and were there for him uh, up in Brisbane when all that happened. So just really cool that we've got each other and, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. all worked out what in the team. end. And he's okay. Yeah. That's the main thing. Mm-hmm. So good to see him make it down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've got a few other topics, but I think we should just leave it there for today. Yeah. Mm. You don't have any like disgusting Reddit <gasps> would you rather's? Nah. Uh, I was going through. Ready? Not yet. Not yet. I'll, I will have some more for next week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're so good. Because there's a lot of filter. I have to filter through a lot of them. Because they're <laughs> yeah. fucking disgusting. They are. I think that we get the filtered ones. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Next week. So next next step, we've got, well, we've got ne- Novice Comp next week, which I think we'll go about 30 lifters. A, mm-hmm. few, a few signed up overnight, so there might be a couple nice. more. Uh, but yeah. we'll only do it in two flights. Uh, and then we've got nationals coming up. So Daniel behind the scenes has been organizing all the invites for that. Um, if you listen to the podcast and you've made it this far, I mean, you're going to hear this after all the invites are being sent out, but we had 500 people apply. Wow. Or, sorry, I should say 500 applications. There were quite a few double ups. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and so this is the thing, like APL is getting huge. And so nationals can only handle so many people. Uh, mm-hmm. And so it's the, the barrier to entry is going to get higher. So you're going to have to keep working, keep getting stronger. Um, we've been talking a lot about what the, the coming years looks like. And I think next year we'll be able to justify a juniors masters nationals separate nice. to the open nationals. Uh, so e- juniors and masters. Yes. In the na- oh, okay. Yeah, Cause we That's have a cool. huge juniors and masters community in, in APL. That's cool. Like, I mean, you guys see it. Every mm-hmm. comp, there's like 115-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Like, it's great. Yeah. Well, previously in powerlifting, you hardly ever saw kids competing. Yeah. Now we get them all the time. Mm. So good. Um, so, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if we see juniors, masters, nationals next year, or at least a longer version of our current nationals with juniors, masters only days. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're going to have specific junior masters um a big, bigger, a bigger pool of junior masters at this nationals than originally planned for because of the the sheer amount of applications, which is really cool. Um, so yeah, looking forward to that. It's the first first since since Daniel's taken over APL. This will be the first comp that's offered uh, pretty big prize money. So that's sick. nice. Um, just before we wrap things up, I actually just wanted to quickly. I was meant to talk about this before, but uh, Sheffield. Did you see Sheffield? I didn't watch. Uh, all I saw was highlights on Instagram. How was the production? Yeah, pretty crazy. The production. That's probably the most like highly pro- like the production on the Sheffield, the powerlifting competition in the UK, was insane. Now that looked like a spectacle. Because mm. um, was it an IPF sanctioned meet? Yeah, yeah. yeah. IPF uh, mm. sponsored by SBD. Yep. Yeah, that was fucking unreal. And uh, Jesus Oliveira. Oh, yes. that comp with yeah. yeah. Now that's insane. Eh? You know who won the female division? Yeah, uh, Evie Corrigan from Evie, New Zealand. From Car- yeah, yeah, from from Christchurch. Yeah, she lives in Auckland now. That's crazy. I went to school with her. Yeah, mm, wild. Her and her sister. Yep. I yep, can't yep, believe yep. that. I didn't realize she was. I knew she was fucking 
an astonishing lifter, but I didn't realize she was that good pound for pound. Yeah, well, I remember when when Kira, her sister, was really good, and Evie was just like in the shadows, and then the roles reversed, and Evie just kept getting better and better. I didn't realize until the other day how they actually scored that comp. Mm. You know how they did it? Um, because it was it was was it off good lifts GL? So it was no no no. As in how you won the comp mm. was if you're in a weight class, the all time record in the IPF for that weight class. You got put as a percentage against it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're in the ninety kilo, ninety three kilo class, and the all time record is eight hundred kilos, if you went eight hundred, you're a hundred percent. So, if you went less than that, you're like ninety something percent over it. You're a hundred. Oh, is so that how the yeah? yeah when okay. you saw the scorecards, mm. and it'd be like Evie. I think she went one hundred four percent. She went over the all time record in the IPF. That's how it was scored. That's cool. Which, which is actually kind of cool. Yeah, mm. it, it's something that I'd love to do, but we don't have enough of a history in something like APL to do mm. it. Yeah. It was cool seeing um, like people like Taylor Atwood that's usually so dominant, mm. who hasn't lost a comp in like 10 years. Mm. He came fifth, mm. which is uh, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm. But that's, uh, yeah, that's us. That's yeah. what I wanted to quickly bring up. Sweet. Well, give us five stars. Keep listening. Keep subscribing. Love you all. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the Zero Podcast. If you want more information, head to our Instagram, zero underscore weakness. Hit the link in the bio for all of our services and any information on upcoming workshops and events. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review so we can have a broader reach and answer more people's questions. Thank you once more.